And indeed, the Global Threat Report brought to you by Global Threat Solutions for peace of mind in uncertain times. Check out the captain's website. Valuable, tons of services provided here. GlobalThreatSolutions.com, the aforementioned captain. Sir, great having you. Good morning, Jay. Thanks for having me on. Indeed. Uh, Let's start in Israel, Cap, regarding the trucks expected to bring fuel into the Gaza area. That'll be today. First time, by the way, uh, that Israel's allowed the fuel into the enclave since the attacks of uh, October the 7th, day 40 right now. Uh, But uh, obviously, uh, officials have accused Hamas of diverting that fuel instead intended for the uh, medical facilities uh, and using the the hospital basements, uh, captain, as command centers. You know, Hamas denies it, but we know it's true. We have the video and everything else is proof at this point. Uh, but uh, all in all, the beat goes on. The forces are carrying out a very precise uh, and targeted operation at this hospital. It's the largest in the Gaza Strip. Uh, so all in all, the patients, hundreds of them still inside with staff. And, uh, and that's where we're at right now. So the fuel in there uh, and, uh, you know, they they went right into these into the basements of these hospitals, and particularly this Al Shiva Hospital, it's the largest in Gaza, and that's where they found uh, a lot of these offices. Uh, you know, they they found chairs with rope attached to the bottom of the chairs, the legs uh, cap. You know, as far as tying up these hostages, maybe. Uh, but they have proof right now. Yeah. So Jay, you know, Israel is gone to extraordinary measures to try and balance, you know, their offensive operations, which are critical, and they need to keep momentum, and this humanitarian crisis that exists in Gaza, and obviously there's a big global call for them to be cognizant of that. In fact, there's a global call for them to have an outright ceasefire, which they will not agree to. But as a uh, former army officer, I could tell you the, the measures they're taking to avoid civilian casualties is extraordinary. And as far as this hospital, this is one of the toughest operations. I mean, just the offensive operation, the military operations in an urban terrain is one of the toughest operations, trying to root out these Hamas fighters throughout Gaza. It's very difficult. Now, they've surrounded this hospital, the largest in Gaza, and they have a security perimeter around there, and they're actually going into the hospital to try and root out any Hamas fighters and also go through those Hamas command center offices that exist underneath that hospital. And Jay, by the way, the U.S. and Israel and third parties have confirmed that Hamas has facilities there. So these, all these claims that that's not true and they're trying to target a hospital is ridiculous. I mean, let's face it, if these Hamas command centers existed where they should, away from innocent civilian people, this would be bunker buster missiles coming in. This would not be them going room to room, which puts Israeli soldiers, the IDF, at great risk to do it. It's one of the hardest operations you could do. They have to be really concerned about rigged explosives and all of those facilities um, as they move through. They're going to be using extraordinary measures. They're going to be using robots, probably dogs, and, and some tactics that they're not releasing now. But they're going, they're really trying to avoid anyone getting hurt. And remember, this hospital has thousands of people in it while they're trying to conduct this operation. They, the, the people did not evacuate. We have, we have uh, not only patients and medical staff, but we have people that fled there when this conflict started just because they're looking for a safe haven. 
Unfortunately, this terrorist group, Hamas, co-locates their command center at a hospital intentionally just to keep Israel from being able to blow up their command center. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We'll we'll see this unfold today. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Uh, People in ICU ICU, uh, uh, areas, uh, you got babies, incubators. I mean, this is all going on here, folks. Uh, and uh, and the, the, listen, the only way Israel could do it probably is to get in there uh, on foot, get into those hospitals, get into these basement areas, and that's what Hamas does. They intertwine with the public human shields. All true. It really is all true. So uh, we'll see what comes out of that as far as uh, that delivery and everything else is concerned. The captain. Uh, with us. Cap, I want to shift gears a little bit to the mayor. You know, we spoke about this yesterday a little. You know, it seems like each day you're getting closer here as far as really getting a sense this guy's in some serious trouble. Uh, And I say that because you got the DOJ now in on it and investigating. And it's a very serious situation regarding campaign and money. You know, we know what's happening with Santos as far as he's concerned, but Adams you know, using his uh, mobility and everything else as a high-end public official uh, uh, over whether his campaign conspired to get these illegal campaign dollars from those connected to Turkey, their government. A lot of questions still here. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Jay, the Southern District and the FBI don't take the decision to go in and seize the mayor of New York City's laptop and phone lightly. So you know that they have a case here. And like you said, every day as you get a little more information, probably we're going to start seeing it lead to additional search warrants. And like I mentioned yesterday, if you ask me my opinion um, as a uh, retired detective, I'd say that this looks like the beginning of the end for Mayor Adams because I think, you know, he also has to be very concerned on those that laptop and those phones. What else might be found? and what other search warrants this might generate, and what other information might be obtained, even unrelated to this one uh, allegation. So I I think we're going to see it unfold quickly, and I think Mayor Adams and his his immediate staff surrounding him might have some serious issues to deal with. And a lot of people are saying, well, what's the connection here? Well, he met uh, with Erdogan, the Turkey president, when he was a borough president, Cap, in Brooklyn, Eric Adams visited the country a lot uh maybe seven or six or seven times i was reading and uh you know let's face it brooklyn has a massive a lot of people don't know this as a massive turkey pop turkish population and was really advocating on their behalf so you get a sense there of that connection right yeah i mean the, the writing's on the wall with this and i think obviously he says well i just chalked this up to constituent services i don't think that's going to fly in court um, and they, what they're looking at here is, did he take this money? Was there a deal for them to give him money for him to then take action on their behalf for those contributions to his political campaign? And I think if that's the case, it's going to be pretty easy to prove. And uh, like I said, I think he's got some serious issues to deal with. It's probably a lot of people in New York and in New York City right now asking who the deputy mayor is, <laughs> because this might go the wrong way for Mayor Adams. Yep, no question about it. Serious trouble without question. The captain with us, the global threat. All right, Cap, let's go to Mayorkas and Ray. Uh, back in play today, you know, the border with a breakthrough, a breaking point, we should say, 
300,000 plus attempting to enter this country in October. Uh, that's according to the Customs and Border Protection's official figure. Second highest month, by the way, for crossing uh, U.S. land borders to the north and southwest in history. Uh, so uh, all in all, questions to be to be asked. Impeachment on the line for Alejandro Mayorkas, and the lies continue, Kev. Yeah. So, you know, I think all the listeners know how you and I feel about Mayorkas. This is something that's so important to me is national security. And I think he's, uh, I think he definitely, I do not take the idea or the, um, pro- the proposal to impeach somebody lightly. I feel we have such ridiculous political infighting in Washington right now. And sometimes it just makes a bigger mess and we get less done. But in his case, I think he should definitely, there should be a movement to, to impeach him. What he has done has caused, I think, greater risk to the United States than any other person. And, and I'm not thrilled with many of the people on this current presidential cabinet, but he, by that border, and continuously refusing for calls to do something about that border, um, is, has caused, let's talk about the massive fentanyl that has come, to, come into this country and killing you know, estimates of up to 100 today. And, and the fact that 90% of that originates in China is terrifying right now. Let's talk about the, the cartels we see operating with long guns, patrolling the border now. Um, criminal street gangs. And what's most important right now, Jay, I think, with what's going on in the world, specifically with Israel and uh, Hamas and the Gaza Strip, is the number of terrorists, record numbers of people on the terror watch list have entered this or, or been con- caught at the border. And it's the ones that weren't caught that terrify me. Statistically speaking, we know they're here. They're in this country operating. And what does that mean? Does that mean that they're uh, right now have a legitimate cell that entered our country just to launch a terrorist attack? Probably a worst case scenario. Very feasible right now because we literally have an open border. And the other thing is, you know, we have these people who are coming in here and, and could do a lone wolf attack, you know, just being indoctrinated by what they see going on in the world right now. It's very hard to track and prevent those. He has caused such massive threats. Now, forget about the human trafficking and the, these horrific stories you're hearing about children, um, but the, just the pure threat, direct threat against the United States, I think that he should definitely, they should launch impeachment hearings. 100%. Prior one, get him out without question. I'll tell you, FBI Chief Chris Ray, no Boy Scout either, Cap, especially, you know, regarding these congressional questionings and everything else. Uh, we know about Mayorkas, Ray, uh, you know, claiming uh, the FBI interactions with social media companies have changed since. Uh, you know, what does that mean? The agency has limited the, the brazenness of speech uh, policing to avoid, I guess, more of the troubles. So now the Supreme Court uh, has agreed to, uh, you know, this uh, Missouri uh, versus Biden, this government censorship case. Mayorkas involved, Ray involved. I mean, to me, are both of them share a lot of responsibility. They're dishonest. They're defensive. Quite frankly, I am sick of seeing both of these guys. Yeah, I think in, in Ray's case that, you know, he's, as far as national security goes and clearly identifying these threats, he came out a few weeks ago yeah. um, to Congress and he outlined it. I think he does a good job in that realm. 
What I don't think he, where I don't think he's gone far enough, Jay, is let's face it, the FBI, the DOJ has a black guy, several black guys over the last several years from, from the politicization of this organization. And, and it is our premier law enforcement agency. It needs to be completely above politics. I don't think he went far enough in giving the American public confidence that they rooted out that the, you know, uh, higher echelons in Washington, D.C., and the FBI, these politically-minded people, I don't think the United States is confident that he's done enough to do that. That's where I think that he really failed, and he could do more. And he, he still has a chance to do it, but I just don't feel optimistic about that. Neither do I. Of course, we'll keep an eye as far as the biden chi. Uh, visit out in San Francisco uh, later on today. We'll have you on tomorrow for that. Cap, always a pleasure. The Captain's Company, you must uh, check out Global Threat Solutions for peace of mind in uncertain times. Uh, GlobalThreatSolutions.com, a company that provides so much, so many services, and again, in these uncertain times. Let's not forget the Captain's Brief as well, Saturday mornings at 11. Until tomorrow, my friend, you stay well. Thanks, Jay. You too. Look forward. Appreciate it all. Captain.